It's been good. Yeah, it's nice to get out here on the grass, uh, get these guys back, kind of see where they're at. Um, it's been cool. What's been cool to see is like the retention, you know, what they brought over from the spring and the things we went through, and then we're able to kind of accelerate the learning process here early on. How much of the playbook do you feel like you have installed at this point? Um, I mean, through spring, I would say 90% of it was put in in the spring, and then here we kind of start back over. So we're still, this is day three, we're on, we just put an install three last night. So we're still working our way through it of kind of what's introduced. Now, they're responsible for what they learned in the spring, so we do go quicker through these install meetings, but in terms of what we're practicing today, it's still, you know, a third of the offense right now, just in terms of it's day three. So. Do you have a game-ready QB sneak? A game-ready QB sneak? We'll see. Obviously, um, it's very early in this process, but do you feel like you have the pieces in place to run the offense that you want to run? Yeah, absolutely. We're you know we're really excited about uh, the the talent and the type of team we have, um, and it, you know it's our job as coaches to utilize what we have. So obviously, you always have an idea of what your offense would look like someday when you get you know everybody's Calvin Johnson or. Bo Jackson or whatever it might be like when I have all those guys here's what I want it to be but you know in the process you take all the guys you have you take their strengths you take what you like to do what they're really good at and you build something um, that reflects that and puts everybody in the best possible position and so I feel like we've been able to do that I feel like it's things that um, you know coach Peterson's comfortable with things we all have experience with as a coaching staff but also things that are going to put Trevor in a great position and then the guys around him and utilize their skill sets the best. It's early, but what do you like about your offensive line and sort of what group do you have back there? I think what's pretty cool is there you've got the experience. You've got guys that have been around with Scherf and Shatley and even a Cam Robinson. And then you've got some young guys that, you know, are hungry and eager to learn. And there's there's great leadership. There's good experience. There's youth. There's talent. You know, it's a lot of, of cool things to work with and see. And what's been cool is to see kind of the culture they've created in their room, the way they communicate. Um, the way they interact with one another, and that's been pretty good to see. I mean, everybody's out here hungry to learn and get better at it, and that's what's cool. What, what, what challenges are there to have a, a rookie like Fortner back there, and, and why is he the guy sort of to be able to do that as a rookie? Yeah, I mean, well, the biggest thing obviously is the lack of experience in the NFL. Now he he played a long time in the SEC, and obviously he's been exposed to a lot of things, and you know he was. I think, in my opinion, he was fortunate to play under Liam Cohen his last year at Kentucky and be exposed to a similar pro-style system, if you will. Um, but obviously, he hasn't seen a lot of the packages that you're going to see in an NFL game. And so it's just the process of getting introduced to all that, what the communication is like. Uh, he's very fortunate to you know, lean over, and Brandon Scherf's right there, Tyler Shatley's right there, guys that can communicate well with him. Phil's obviously been exposed to a lot of things and does a great job coaching that room up. But... You know, we're, we're doing our best to try to challenge those guys. We put them in walkthrough situations. We have a second-year quarterback and, you know, potentially a rookie center. And those are two guys that are in charge of a lot of the communication identification process. So we're trying to kind of overwhelm them a little bit in walkthroughs and see where they're at. And we can go down and talk it through and make sure we're all on the same page and do what's best for us. When Doug brought you aboard, did you know Phil was coming aboard at the, at the same time? Or did that, that come to, like, maybe a few days later or a week later? Um... I don't remember the exact timeline, but Phil was definitely a guy. Phil and I did not directly know one another, but I knew who Phil was. We have a lot of similar friends, and so I'd always known his name. And then once I did get a chance to speak with Phil, we kind of hit it off from the jump, and it's been a great process. When, you, when they brought Scherf in, uh, how much comfort did that bring, knowing that you might have 
two relatively newbies at center and right tackle. Yeah, I mean, certainly that that is definitely a, a calming factor for us, knowing we have a proven guy that's, you know, number one, he's, I would say, I'm comfortable saying he's the leader in that room. Obviously, does a great job setting the tone for those guys. Um, but he's a great communicator. He's got a good presence about himself. You can kind of feel that edge that he has, but he's calm. He's able to handle himself in those situations, and it does. It, it, I think it's probably going to give the right tackle and the center some comfort knowing I've got this guy next to me working with me. So at this point, Press, is Luton your starting center slash what led to the decision to begin camp with him at center and Tyler at left guard? It, it's going to be an ongoing process of finding the best five. So. Uh, we're going to continue to work with guys. You, you know, you may see them starting one day, and you may see somebody else starting a period that day, starting whatever it may be. It's going to be a fluid process. We're fortunate we don't have to release a depth chart right now and figure that out. So we're still in the process of figuring out who our best five is. And that, you know, the best five, I think, works together. You know, you may have a guy that's very talented, but he doesn't communicate well, and it doesn't help this guy play his best. So you're kind of working through that process. Um, even in walkthroughs in the afternoon, we'll mix and match rotations to see who communicates well, who gets the best out of each other playing next to one another. So. Does Travis Etienne have a similar skill set to Brian Westbrook, and will he be sort of used that way? So Brian was a little bit before I was like really studying the Eagles and all that, but obviously being there for a long time, I got to watch him a lot. But certainly he's a weapon out of the backfield in the pass game. So Travis, from that standpoint, yes, I would say so. Obviously Doug having his background under Coach Reed, you know, the screen game's a big part of it. Um, and we, we hope to have the success throwing the football to Travis like the Eagles did for such a long time with, with Brian Westbrook, yeah. The wide receiver room, we know Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, the veteran guys. Can you talk about some of the guys behind them, Chanel, Treadwell, Zay Jones? What have you seen from those guys through these first couple of days of camp? Yeah, that, that whole room has done a good – like I talked about the O-line, they've done a great job of working together and communicating. You can see the kind of veteran presence from the guys that have been around, the, the Marvin, the Zay, the Christian – tread even of bringing these guys along um, kind of creating their own tight-knit culture in that room and I think some of the the veterans I say veterans guys that are four years in or so have done a great job of kind of being that veteran presence for these young guys and talking them through things and hyping them up when they need to be hyped up and you know maybe pulling them aside and saying something that Chris Jackson didn't say or doesn't need to say because they can handle it themselves in that room so Definitely those guys that have been around have done a great job, and that's kind of the focus of the way we've built the roster, I think you'd say. You could kind of look at every position group and say there's a veteran presence right there. There's a guy that has leadership ability to him that we're excited about. What's your vision for Chenault and his role in your offense? Yeah, you know, it, it's fluid. It kind of goes week by week, but obviously you want to feature his skill set. And his skill set, he's a great ball carrier. Um, so... There's ways you want to hand it to him, you want to toss it to him, you want to throw it to him in the flat, but then within that you have to complement everything you do. So he's got the ability, he's got the speed to still get down the field and make some plays. Um, so as long as it kind of fits the package and the things we're trying to build around it, then we, we plan to utilize him when he's in there and has his opportunity. James uh, Robinson not being on the BUP list, how big is that to you just knowing the progress he's made and that you know he's not back yet but that it's getting closer and closer? Right, yeah, I mean – it's obviously a huge benefit to know, you know, there's, there's right now it's looking like he's going to be able to be active at some point in time in the near future. Um, so that's fun. And that's a credit to the work he's put in throughout the spring, through the summer. Obviously, coming off that injury, you, you never really know the timeline. It's kind of, I know there's been experiences where guys have come back quicker and some guys haven't and, you know, whatever it is. So I think that's a testament to James, the training staff, the work he's put in. Press, knowing you guys play a game a week 
tomorrow. What are the challenges slash how do you look at that game? Is it a game? Yeah, absolutely it's a game. They're keeping score. So so we'll we'll certainly treat it that way. Um, but at the same time, we you know, we, we kinda have a process for what we intend to get in as an offense how we want to work this thing. So we're not going to accelerate just because we have this game. We're not going to go crazy and cram everything in and try to get the and overwhelm the guys where they don't have a chance to learn the foundation of the offense or the, the progression of how we want to teach. So there's kind of the fine line of how do you how do you massage these situations and then at some point there will be discussion of who's going to play all that how do how do we feature these guys and then it's still training camp it's an evaluation process we have questions on some guys in the roster and we're trying to build this like we talked about earlier the building the top five well maybe we want to expose a guy to something to, to test him in a game against a guy he does not know well and how is he going to hold up and um, can he handle when it's not a scripted session and we're calling plays and you know he he doesn't have a chance to sit there on the sideline with his coach go over the play go out hear the play in the huddle break out no you know you got 40 seconds and the play's called and you're walking the line you got to figure it out and maybe the quarterback changes it like we want guys exposed to that so it's it's a game they're keeping score we're going to do what we can to try to win the game but at the same time this is still an evaluation process for us, and we're trying to figure out some some answers on some things we have. Is it concerning at all that you guys won't will only really have three padded practices before it comes time to play that game? Yeah, so I mean, definitely when you haven't put guys in situations where you can see full speed, you, you could get cut, you can tackle to the ground, you know, those situations. Obviously, we haven't been able to go through those yet, so you're all, there's always a little bit of concern of how's this going to play out, but. At the same time, these guys have been doing this their whole lives. They understand. We've done our best to put them as close to those situations as we can uh, within the rules of the league. So. What are the biggest points of emphasis that you have right now for Trevor? For Trevor? Really, the biggest thing is consistent improvement. Every single day, we want him to get better. And you know that's not always going to show up on a stat sheet if you're stat in practice. But we want the decision making. Like uh, you know, I can think back to day one. There was a you know movement play we had. We talked about the. He, I think it was actually the one he made the throw to Christian on the sideline. We talked about, hey, when you get out to the edge, you could probably progress it like this. Then day two, kind of had a, it was a different play, similar situation. He did kind of exactly what we talked about in the meeting room. And so that's just good to see. Now it went from a 20-yard completion to Christian to maybe a nine-yard completion to Chris Manhurts. But for us, he's taking the coaching to the field and he's getting better. And that's really all we're looking for at this point. We want Trevor to come out here, whatever today is. Wednesday. We want Trevor to come out here and have the best Wednesday possible. That's all we really care about. Is he better today than he was yesterday? That's what we're looking for from Trevor and all our guys. Yeah, I'd say so. And, you know, uh, to steal a phrase that I've heard Doug say forever is, we want him to know where all the bones are buried. So when we call this play, first of all, what's the intent? What does Doug want out of this thing? What are we hoping to get coverage-wise? And then something I've heard Coach McCoy say a million times is do the next best thing. There's going to be times where the defense gets us. They got a play call better than we got a play call, but it's still the quarterback's got the football. What's the best thing for the team in that situation? And so you kind of you want to work through all that with Trevor. You again, like I talked about, we see progress every single day with him and the way he's learned it. So um, yeah, we're we're very comfortable where he's at in terms of his knowledge of the system. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Bro. All good. Thanks, guys.